Hey Grow Girls, you are listening to the Get Up and Grow Girl podcast, hosted by me, your spiritual life and business coach, Leela Jasmine Sule. I'm also a recovering hustle hard, turn my back on my feminine energy, disconnect from the divine, my productivity equals my worth kind of girl. So now it's my mission to help you ditch that disconnected lifestyle and instead align and prosper so you can experience soulful, aligned, feel-good success. You don't need no magic lamp because you are your own genie capable of manifesting your own vision. So this podcast will guide you on your journey to finding your light, stepping into your power and manifesting your dream life and business. So let's jump in. Hey Grow Girls, welcome back to the podcast. And for today's episode, I have an interview with a lovely guest for you. So not just me talking today, um, we are going to speak to Leah Showman. So Leah is the author of Crystal Rituals by the Moon, Raising Your Vibration Through Every Lunar Cycle. So that is the name of her book. And understanding lunar cycles is something that I have just recently started to learn about myself and had some studying done myself on this and I found it so interesting and so enlightening and I felt like it really helped me with my manifestation process because it's a kind of like leaning into that co-creation and the side of it that is bigger than us um And allowing that to help us. And for me, it was about, you know, leaning into that feminine energy to a degree and understanding the cycles. You know, Mother Nature comes in cycles. Feminine energy is in cycles and seasons. And that's where this flowy nature comes from. And so understanding these lunar cycles helped me with my manifestations in the last just couple of months only. I've I've recently learned about this. Um to flow with those cycles and to sort of let nature help me to understand when the right time to do certain things are, when the time to plant the seed is, when the time to nurture that seed is, when's the time to reap, all of that stuff, you know, helps reduce that resistance on the journey of manifesting your desires and manifesting that vision you have of soulful success. So then having learned about that and found that super interesting and eye-opening and found that that was something I started to integrate into my process when I had the opportunity to then speak to Leah and this pop- this opportunity <laughs> arrived and popped up into my life I was like yes like my sacral said yes and was like this sounds like a great opportunity for you guys to learn from someone who's you know an expert on this about how you can use this and how this helps you in the process of your manifestations. So we're going to dive straight into this episode. I will kind of let Leah take it from here and she's going to share her wisdom on using crystals and using lunar cycles to supercharge your manifestations. So let's go. Hey Leah, how are you doing? I'm doing so well. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for joining me on the podcast. So I really wanted to just start this by hearing a little bit more about you and your story and what it was that got you into manifestation especially when it comes to the lunar side of things and moon manifestation was this something you were like always attuned to or was there a story there of how you got into it 
I definitely don't think I was consciously attuned to it. I think before I started my awakenings about five years ago, I kind of fell into that mentality where I was like, oh man, things are hard. You know, why am I going through this? Kind of into that mode where I just felt like I was being like stacked against the universe, which is not a great mentality to be in, honestly. Um, so once I started having some spiritual awakenings and working with crystals and going through, you know, my shadow work and um, my trigger points and just really deep diving into my whole routine and what I do on a daily basis now, um, it really shifted my perspective on how I think of manifestation and how I want to call in desires and how I want to see my life, you know, unfold. And so um, it was a real journey. And I think it still continues to develop um, every day once I learn what works for me and what doesn't. Yeah, for sure. And I so relate to that in terms of feeling like things are stacked against you and that being a, a real catalyst, if you like, to get you to start to want to change things and to look into the tools with which you can change things. Um, and I find it so fascinating always to hear how people got into manifestation because I know for me, I actually didn't really understand the concept, didn't really maybe believe in manifestation and saw myself as someone who definitely wasn't spiritual and then mm -hmm. it was being in that situation where you feel like everything's against you and you're forced into some sort of surrender that mm -hmm. for me got me onto that path so were you always somewhat spiritual or open to these concepts or was it those that state that you felt you were in that pushed you into it Definitely. I've always been open and willing to try anything. And I've always been spiritual and intuitive as a child and um, throughout life. I think I just went through and experienced a bunch of kind of karmic experiences and trauma and, um, you know, abuse and, and things that made me kind of question my own power and my own ability to create this life that I wanted or to, to that power to shift my perspective on something and that, and that power to shift my mindset and be able to obtain what I wanted to obtain. So I definitely think, um, <laughs> I've always been open to it. It was just kind of being able to harness those skills to be able to make it come into reality. Yeah. So was there something specific that you manifested when you when you made this choice, was it because you were working towards something that you wanted to change in your life? Or I, I think it was more of just kind of a shift on what I was willing to accept into my life. I think that was the biggest turning point. Um, and I don't think I generally, I think everybody can manifest differently. I think um, by human design, some people manifest a certain way and um, some people are very focused on, you know, certain intents when they manifest or some people like to do a general broader kind of manifestation intent um, when they start manifesting. But I think for me, the way that I manifest personally is I have a desire, or I have an outcome that I want to achieve. And sometimes it comes to me in that form, but other times it comes to me in a form that I don't generally recognize right off the bat. And I think that's a really big 
thing that a lot of us might need to recognize that it might not come in the form that you ask it to come in, but it's still coming in another form. So you might not think that it's happening for you, but it actually is. Yes, in terms of like detaching from how we expect it to look and how we expect it to come. Absolutely. Um, is that, have you ever experienced something like that where something you were manifesting came in in a different form? I think all the time. <laughs> I think that's the, the the general way of how I manifest. I can say, but I've kind of dropped the the whole ideal behind like I needed to come this way because like you were just saying, like it can come in any form as long as, you know, I'm bringing it into my life. So I think generally how I manifest, that's how it comes, like in a different roundabout way for me. Are you a non-specific manifester then with human design? Um, yes. Yeah, so I'm a reflector in general. So I think yeah. manifesting for me is just a bit different. I I feel like it it takes the full lunar cycle for me to fully see my manifestations come to fruition. Whereas some people, I feel like it's in instantaneous. Wow. Okay. Because you're the first reflector I've ever met. Because obviously oh. you're the rarest type, right? yes so that kind of is this why you are so in tune with the moon and using like lunar cycles because you're reflected do you think that's why or have you just kind of was it conscious to get into learning about the moon or were you always kind of intrigued by that and and living that way I don't know if it was conscious. I think it kind of developed when I was just began working with crystals really in depthy. When I just when I started my business and when I started like realizing that I hit, I know what these crystals do intuitively without having to look them up. Like I just would hold a crystal and know what they did. But then I also kind of just knew how they worked with kind of anything like with manifestation or with healing or with the cycles of the moon it was just kind of an intuitive knowledge within me but I think being a reflector and the fact that we do work in a 28-day lunar cycle I think that does make me more apt to be more conscious about the cycles I'm not sure if that's accurate but for me I think it is I yeah. think everyone's different though yeah, that would like, obviously it's always different in theory and reality, but that's kind of what I've learned about reflectors. So when you said that you were a reflector, it just all clicked and I was like, wow, that's like, I guess that's kind of how it's, like how it's expressed to be. So it's really interesting to see it show up. Yeah, it's, it is funny, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So maybe we can go into a little bit of that and you can just tell us a bit about how, how can one start to use the cycles of the moon in their manifestation process? And, and why does it help to do that? It's something I've just recently started to learn about. So I'd be so interested to hear more about that. Yeah, I think so just laying out the phases of the moon and just kind of seeing what they bring up for you during that time, because they can all bring up different emotions and different, you know, maybe they can expose more shadows or trigger points for you, or maybe a certain phase of the moon is easier for you to flow through. Um, but they all have a specific intention each phase. And I think knowing what that does for you in relation to your body and your manifestation is really kind of integral. Um, 
And, but I also think it has a lot to do with like astrological transits that are happening during that phase as well. So I think it's really all encompassing, but I can also see how that's like very overwhelming um, to know all of that information. So I think it just by starters, just really like feeling into each moon phase, kind of grabbing a journal and just saying, Hey, this is how I feel during this time. And this is where I feel like I can put my power or this is where I feel like I need to step back and relax. And this is where I feel like I just need to let it all go. Um, I think that's a really great first step for anybody to just kind of really fall into the cycles and see how it works with your own human system. Because yes, there are general feelings that these moon cycles bring to you, but ultimately you're an individual and you know how you're feeling. So um, I say, kind of take those with a grain of salt and then just apply it to your life yeah for sure so it's always about bringing it back to the self but is the intention behind it that there's a better time to for example plant seeds there's a better time to nurture those seeds and there's a better time to to sort of reap what you've sown yeah definitely so I think the new moon is everyone knows that's that's the first time you start preparing for change and new beginnings and planting seeds so during this time it's a really potent um, energy with the moon where you can call in desires and you can call in what you want to bring and um, I use I like to do this for starting a new project or seeing what I want to change in the next month two months three months down the line um, and so on from there and then, you know, during the waxing crescent moon, this is set, taking those intentions and kind of making plans for them. Um, so going into the next phase, you're just kind of laying out a plan for how you want to see those come out. Mm. And then we keep going on. So, you know, first quarter moon I use for action and reflection. Um, so you just kind of, you start feeling like you may be hitting some challenges or hiccups maybe along the journey. And some people can feel like kind of defeated during this phase, um, but it's just time to kind of reduce the stress and anxiety around, you know, these manifestations and really relax and let the, you know, the universe kind of take the wheel there. Mm. And then the waxing gibbous moon, you know, we're just, we're, we're harnessing like a great time of healing energy during this phase. And it's a really great time to meditate and, you know, have mental clarity because when you have mental clarity, you're able to call things in quicker to yourself and then just kind of so on. So the full moon is when you kind of see these planted seeds from the new moon come to fruition. And that's a really, really good time to reflect on the intentions that you set and the outcome. So what you're seeing now. So I really like to tell everybody, hey, look at the, you know, I set a new moon ritual in my book. And during the full moon ritual, I like everybody to go back to see what they wrote down in their new moon ritual and see how it came to fruition for them. And in what way did it? Um, so there's just really great opportunities during every cycle just to, you know, kind of observe on how you're manifesting and how you're, you know, letting it all go to the universe. Yeah. So would you say, what's the benefit of manifesting with these cycles in mind as opposed to you know someone who's been manifesting but isn't it maybe into or aware of the astrology because I've been manifesting for, for well obviously always manifesting but consciously doing manifestation work for years but only literally a couple of months ago did I start to learn about 
the moon and the cycle. So if there's someone listening who's very keen on manifestation, very into it, has their own rituals and things that they do, but they're not looking at moon cycles and they're not looking at where we are in the cycle, what would be the benefit of them maybe putting effort into doing that? I think that their manifestation powers would just be tenfold. (laughs) I think being able to harness the energies of what's happening astrologically and during each lunar phase is just very potent um, because it's just extra universal energy that's on your side there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so when I I was learning about it, I was so fascinated because I've, again, not been very well-versed on astrology. That's kind of the last piece for me of the puzzle, I think, recently. It's something that I never looked Mm -hmm. at. And, um, and one of the things that kind of started to make sense, make sense of it for me was this idea that, you know, you can plant a seed and you can nurture it and look after it really well and put a lot of effort into that seed if we're talking about a physical plant. But if mm-hmm. you're doing it in a season where, you know, the, the climate is, is designed for that and, you know, the, the right sunlight and it's the right time of year, et cetera, et cetera, then you've got like a massive help. Mm-hmm. And it's not all relying on you just single-handedly growing that and doing everything to look after it. You're kind of surrendering some power to, to the universe and to forces of nature in terms of, you know, like when you when farmers grow their, their crops, they do it at certain times of the year. And yeah, it, that's a beautiful way of putting it, actually. That's a really great <laughs> metaphor for it. <laughs> yeah, because I couldn't get my head around it for so long. And then when I started to see it that way, it made sense because... Yeah, I just, I don't know why, but the astrology piece never quite connected with me. Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of crazy because now that I understand that, I can see that it's not any different to like we all, for those people who are less attuned to to astrology, Mm -hmm. I think it can be grouped as more woo-woo than other concepts, which is, which I now see as kind of crazy because the way that the sun sets and rises and, you know, the way that it does its business, we all understand pretty naturally there's no debates about the fact that that has an impact on our lives and on you know um the way the world works absolutely it's really interesting how with the moon I think it's still grouped as more like almost as if it's up for opinion and taboo or something yeah it's it is very strange isn't it (laughs) so (laughs) would you say it's similar and that it's just nature working in a way that like the sun does that impacts us. I absolutely agree with that. Yes. I, I, for me, that just rings so true. Um, And like you were saying, you know, with astrology and everything, I think a lot of people still think that's pretty woo woo. I think, I think now more people are open and awakening to it, but you can definitely see the divide. I think in communities a lot more where it's people fully believe in astrology and then other people are like no what it no absolutely not (laughs) yeah for sure because I I am going to be honest that I used to see astrology and horoscopes and and you know moon magic if you like as woo-woo even when I was into certain things that other people would see as woo-woo when I saw as normal now Mm -hmm. I see it as science I really don't see it as something that you can you are choosing to believe I see it as as science so it's really interesting how that is conditioned is conditioned in us to maybe view it a certain way when I agree <laughs> I agree because you know and also it's I feel like having that mindset as well just kind of like dampens your 
intuition and your intuitive forces because your body might want to be doing something during a specific transit or something astrologically that's happening. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like that just kind of like lessens how you go about life. I don't know. <laughs> For me, I just find it very important. And um, I think it does help explain a lot of the energies that happen in the collective as well. Like you can see what's happening with you personally, but look like zoom out, like look globally what's happening um, during that time as well. And you can see a lot of other people that are feeling the same way that you are. And then it also could be a really good connection point and a way to feel, you know, more rooted and grounded and connected to everyone else around you um, to kind of show like our universal oneness. So I think it can even be a bigger conversation in that regard. Yeah, that's so true. I think it's it's what you said about kind of like turning your back on your own power when we try to like maybe disregard some of these things, because I think for me, the journey of of looking more into this stuff as well came back to like feminine energy and allowing myself to not maybe be the same every day or perform the same every day and act the same every day, Um, but instead have cycles of some days I feel like just reading and meditating and be very much being and other days I want to go out there and put all these ideas out there and make content and do and do and do yeah Mm -hmm. but there's pressure sometimes that you're supposed to be the same from nine to five every day yeah like women are expected to be like this uber masculine kind of working hard doing it all you know taking it under their wings but then also being ultra feminine (laughs) you know it's like a real it's a real struggle sometimes to hear all these stories and um about what we're supposed to be when you can just literally feel into it yourself and just be that yeah so things going on astrologically can kind of explain why we might feel more like slowing down and resting and being reflective mm-hmm. at one point and then another time just so charged with all these ideas that we want to execute is that absolutely right? yes definitely so how can we I think are we approaching the new moon we're in the third quarter or the last quarter at the minute you know what that's a great question <laughs> <laughs> I was sometimes just- I forget <laughs> what day it is <laughs> yeah I was just looking before we jumped on the call so I think we're in the last I think we are yes I think it's coming next week on I think it's like the 26th or 27th yeah so maybe it'd be really interesting then for listeners because this will be out just just before that to understand what that time means for them and how it might may impact their manifestations Mm -hmm. yeah so that's that's just a great time and you know there's always kind of a shadow period of the moon as well so a couple of days beforehand and a couple of days afterhand, um, you can still, if you don't make it right on the 27th, you can still plant those seeds. But um, I think, yeah, that'd be a really fun time for everyone to just maybe try one of the rituals I have in the book and see what comes of it by the full moon and by the end of the you know lunar cycle and see how you know these manifestations came to life for them. Um, that's, it's, it's really, really fun. I love to do that with clients and they're like, wow, you know what? I asked for this, but I got it in this way. And I'm really thrilled about that. (laughs) Yeah. So, so to reiterate, it's really that time for looking ahead and Mm -hmm. looking at what's next for you rather than maybe a time to be receiving all, all of your manifestations from the last period, or maybe really taking 
loads and loads of action into making things happen it's more about looking ahead and just setting those intentions I think I like to look ahead but I also everyone I think we all kind of place well not all of us but I feel like sometimes we can place heavy intentions on the future rather than focusing on the present mm -hmm. and so I find this to be um a really good talking point when we are trying to manifest because we want to be living in the present so when we're manifesting we want to align ourselves vibrationally to the frequencies of the object or creation that we're trying to bring into our lives right mm -hmm. so this kind of steps into a whole another level of working into the quantum field um and instead of saying like i have you know in the future or upcoming um i want to see this you you have to rephrase it and you want to say i have this so you're so you're already acting like you have this manifestation currently in your life mm -hmm. so uh, what i do daily i talk to the universe and i'm like i'm so grateful and thankful that i have xyz um and i just I verbalize that you can write it. Um, I just generally do it during throughout my day and then in the shower as well, because I find water to be a very potent um, like modality, like water being in water is just, it's nice and fluid. Um, but I think it's a really important aspect is to, to stay in the present and say, I have, and I'm grateful for this that I already have. And I'm, I'm grateful for, you know, the creations that are, you know, coming. And that's vibrationally aligning to you, to the quantum field of the ideas, the dreams, the desires that you have, because something that you're trying to obtain is already a creation in the quantum field. So it's vibrationally aligning yourself to that object to bring it into the present, if that makes sense. Yes, I love that. I always say being an energetic match and an important. Mm -hmm. So I try to, yeah, the same thing that you said, like have those morning affirmations or gratitude practice is embodying what i what i say i want is not like i want this it's i am this thank you for this i have this mm -hmm. um so that i don't feel in lack absolutely because the lack mindset's a really hard place to be in <laughs> for sure um, and we're all you know like we're just creations of love and gratitude so having that kind of open heart and that and that frequency of just gratitude and love really raises your vibration in itself and that's an also a great way to align yourself to the things that you want to bring into your life yeah for sure so i know that you your book is a is a lot to do with crystals as well mm -hmm. so are there specific crystals we should be using during this new moon or is it really more about what you individually feel drawn to? So I have a few laid out in the book. Um, I always love to suggest that you intuitively choose what you feel drawn to at that time. You don't have to use these specific crystals. These are ones that I've you know, just laid out because they do have properties of bringing in um, you know, new energies or like grounding energies, or they have um, properties of opportunities or you know that kind of thing that's why I laid them out in there and so that's a great way for beginners to start if they're having a little bit of confusion or they feel a bit overwhelmed with everything that they can just kind of grab these crystals and start you know trying out these rituals for themselves but once you're aligned with your intuition you do you don't have to use these you use whatever you feel called to because ultimately that's your journey 
and I don't think there are any rules for your own journey so yeah so with with crystal similarly to to what I was asking you about the moon what's the benefit of using them with your rituals as opposed to not using them and someone who maybe is currently going about their their journey their manifestation journey without ever having used them what's the benefit of getting involved with those well crystals are own their own little superpower in themselves they have their own vibrational frequency Mm. and they're encoded with earth energy and they all kind of hit your human system in a different way so i think having that extra level of vibrational energy that enhances your human system and then also your thoughts and your observations and what you're trying to create is just another way to help align you quicker to what you're calling in so is it ah, okay so is it to do with the fact that they alter your vibration i wouldn't say alter i would say when you hold a crystal so they have their own frequency i guess i, don't, I just don't want to say the word alter i'd say the expand it's 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 it, it can expand but it can also stabilize it can also clear so there's so many different things that different types of crystals can do that can help you along your journey i think it's aligning yourself with that specific frequency is another great way just to kind of like align yourself with the ideas that you're going through and i think when we were talking about this just a minute ago if you are walking into a crystal shop and there's just hundreds of crystals there see whatever you're drawn to first because that's what your human system needs at that time or your etheric system or your emotional body because we work with all three of those um, when we use crystals because they can hit every body um, so seeing what you're what you're drawn to the what, what you pick up first because that's probably what your body's calling for and and honoring that intuition and using that crystal that your body is asking for is just going to like elevate you i guess is the word not alter i think elevates a good word <laughs> yeah so it's, it's like almost like influencing but not it's not gonna like you know completely change who you are but it just has a an, a positive sort of uh addition if you like yeah yeah i feel like it's activating elevating so it just i just feel like they're they're just like the best friend you didn't know you needed. I love that. That's a great <laughs> way to put it for someone who's not sure and who's not used them. I feel like that that's just like in a sentence, everything you need to know. Yeah. And you know, like you don't even have to know how to use crystals because they just work on their own. So if you're overwhelmed or you're feeling a bit anxious about it and you walk into a crystal store, go to the one that you that you feel drawn to and you can just set it on your desk you can set it next to your bed you can set it anywhere that you want keep it in your pocket you don't have to you know be doing some crazy ritual for it to work it's it's going to be working for you whether you realize it or not yeah so some of these rituals that you often use with clients and that you maybe use with yourself they're inside the book is that right that's correct yes and is there anything maybe a little tidbit or um you know preview that you could share with us on on maybe some of your one of your favorite manifestation rituals absolutely so this is the one i have in the book for the new moon manifestation ritual and i love doing this one i actually started out 
doing rituals with this one specifically um, when I was getting into crystals and just kind of on my spiritual journey. So I grab all the crystals that I want to use during the new moon and for the manifestation. So whichever ones you're feeling aligned to energetically and that one that you think that are going to help you promote your manifestation. So I grab some paper, grab a journal, loosely, loose leaf sheets of paper, and I kind of rip them into little long pieces. And so on each individual piece of paper, I write down what I, you know, what I'd like to manifest. Mm -hmm. And then I take that individual piece of paper and wrap it around a crystal. And so putting this written intention around this crystal is enhancing its vibrational frequency. And it's helping the crystal and my written word blossom. You know, it's just sending out these beautiful frequencies into the universe for it to come in and alignment. So I feel like it's a really great connection. And I keep these scraps of paper wrapped around these crystals until the full moon. So oh. then when the full moon cycle hits, um, that's when we do the second part of the ritual. And um, that's a really fun one too. And we, I reflect about how I saw each scrap of paper come to life during that 28 day, you know, the whole lunar cycle. And um, I write down what form I think it came in, or maybe I'm still waiting on it, or what I'm grateful for, how it presented itself. So I think that's a really simple, beautiful way to get out any clutter in your head when it comes to manifestation and just really aligning it with um, a certain frequency to help it come to fruition quicker. Wow, I love that. I'm definitely going to use that one. So yeah, it's so fun. Yeah, it does sound fun. And it sounds like you, I can imagine the energetic, you know, these rituals, they, they have an impact on how you feel about that manifestation and make you feel more um, I don't know, uplifted or in, aligned to what you're doing and knowing that you've put that out there. So yeah, I definitely want to try that. But would you say the whole, I noticed you've said it a few times throughout the whole observing where you are at each phase and what sort of come in throughout the cycle and what's come up is that a very key part of the co-creation process in terms of not just knowing that yet yeah, this is the third quarter this is the new moon this is you know this stage but sort of being very conscious of your um your state and what's coming up for you at that time I think so I think our moods um I know a lot of people who track their moods daily daily and I, I think that they find that, sorry about that. I think that they, sorry. Um, I know people who track their moods daily and I know that that's helped them during their own manifestation process or just seeing kind of what comes up. So you don't even generally need to know what phase is happening mm -hmm. in the beginning because that is very overwhelming. When I started getting into, you know, learning about the moon phases and even just dipping my toes into astrology because I, like I am not extremely well versed on astrology I know the basics um but just starting by doing a journal every day or just a quick sentence like today I feel this way or today you know um during the day this happened and this came up for me and by notating those things and kind of tracking what's going on on your daily basis and then relating it back to what's happening astrologically or during the moon phase at that time it's really potent as an individual to see okay so during this time i i'm feeling this kind of certain way let's deep dive and just see why that's happening or why is this coming up maybe this is a great time for me to 
you know, like look into some past things that happened and maybe address them. So I think that it's a great thing to observe your own behavior, <laughs> to see the root cause of it and to know how to move forward with all of, you know, all of our human emotions. Yeah, for sure. It's kind of that thing, isn't it? That it's like you get out what you put in, like the more you reflect and see how that applies and see what you can take from that, the more you're going to get in anything really. Absolutely. And I, it's obviously not a journey for everybody, but um, for those who are feeling on that path, I think it's really beneficial. For sure. Okay, so this has been amazing. There's been so much stuff. I feel like anyone who's a beginner on crystals and you know using the moon in their manifestations which is kind of me could definitely go away with this episode and go run run to get your book and just kind of go wild with it so thank you so much where can people find you and your book and go further into this journey so you can find me at dark moon underscore crystals on instagram and uh, any other platform really tiktok pinterest facebook all of that and you can get my book on my website directly at shopdarkmooncrystals.com or amazon barnes and noble target big w um, any kind of large bookstore online or in shops so that's really exciting news amazing so it's definitely it's already out now and, and you can literally go and get it like today absolutely amazing okay i'm gonna put all of that in the bio um so that you guys can find leah and you can connect on those social media platforms and i'll see if i can put a link to the book in there as well and um, so that people can just go go straight for it so thank you leah so much thank you for sharing your wisdom with us thank you for having me it was a pleasure to talk to you you're welcome so i hope you love this episode thank you for listening and spending your time with me And I really hope that it is empowering you and has empowered you to go for those goals and to know that you are so capable of manifesting all that you desire and all of that soulful success in your life, in your business, in your relationships, in any aspect that you desire it in. And if you did enjoy this episode, if you did find it helpful, if you did have some light bulb moments, please take a screenshot post it to your Instagram stories and tag me at Leela Jasmine Sule. I would love to hear what you took away from the episode. I would love to hear how it helped you, but also it would be amazing if you could share the message and pass this on to more Grow Girls who would benefit from this. And if you share it on your Instagram stories, then of course, all the Grow Girls in your community will also be able to listen and enjoy the goodness as well. Until next time, Grow Girls, goodbye.